Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Smoke Break Sports. I am your host, Kevin. God damn it, we got another one right. I just, I can't, I don't care what y'all say, we're counting this as a prediction. Those of you who have been listening along throughout Season 4 will know that about a week ago, about a week ago, we had Sean B. here discussing and playing, uh, role-playing as our fantasy general manager because... We entertained the idea that Deshaun Watson might end up in Las Vegas, and Sean had some thoughts on that. If you are wondering what those thoughts were, please press pause, go back, and we'll see in a second. But lo and behold, our crystal ball once again produced an accurate rumor because here we are, now the whole world is talking about Derek Carr being in a possible trade situation and Deshaun Watson going to Las Vegas So I had no choice, no other option than to bring back our resident Raiders expert, our Las Vegas correspondent, if you will. Joining us today via the phone is the legend himself, Sean B. Sean, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Appreciate you having me on for this episode. Oh, I wouldn't dream of doing it without you. Yeah, looking forward to it, dude. So, so first things first, I mean, we've got a list. We're, of course, going to save the best for last because that's showbiz, baby. But, uh, of course, you've already, we've gone in depth about your feelings on whether or not you would do this. But maybe we can give the folks a Cliff Notes version. How are you feeling? We were just playing in the sandbox a week ago. We were just having fun. None of it was real. Now that you're hearing these rumors and the rumor, the, the kettle's starting to heat up, how are you feeling right now, Sean B? I mean, I feel pretty damn good that I called it, but <laughs> I'm also pretty upset that it's starting to seem like it could be a somewhat realistic possibility. Um, now, everyone who's listened to us for any real amount of time will know how strongly I feel about my boy DC, number four Derek Carr out there slinging that pig skin across the fields, dude. Everybody knows I fucks with him. All right, we all know this. Church, Kev, you know this especially. Um, so needless to say, I'm not trying to entertain any of these rumors. I think they're all pretty much a bunch of bullshit to me, and hoping to God it doesn't happen. But if I know anything about being a Raiders fan. You never know what to fucking expect in this franchise, man. That's just what it is. They'll they'll do some shit that'll really have you over here scratching your head and slapping your dick. You know what I'm saying? It's just a whole lot of what the fuck <laughs> in this world of Raiderdom. So, uh, of Raider fandom. But yeah, dude. So, what you got, Kev? I know you said you uh, heard a couple ones. I heard a couple ones. Glad let you uh, crack it up and do what you. Yeah, we're we'll start with the one I think that is the least likely option, and uh, honestly, the first uh, the first version of the trade that I heard, and I can vouch for everything that you just said. The only person I've heard you speak of uh, more fondly and more frequently than Derek Carr is is our boy, your boy, Devin Booker. Who uh, again? Uh, there's a new episode out about him. Y'all should check it out. Um, 
But the first thing that I heard that was just completely absurd to me, and this came from Colin Cowherd. Colin was right. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to treat he wanted the rate before this was a room a real rumor so i'll give him some of that credit he wasn't as early to the party as we were but he showed up maybe five ten minutes early with some guacamole that he should have kept in the fridge and he was out here saying that the raiders should send it was either three or four first round picks and who i would argue is their best receiver although he's a tight end uh mr waller in exchange for Deshaun Watson. So I think the first one we'll address is the possibility of a straight-up trade with the Texans. Now, I think, more realistically, and this was where I will ask you to help me out here because the version of the trade that you heard sounds much more realistic than this, and it actually involved Derek Carr, which is the, the focus of this episode. So let's get Darren Waller out of there because, in my opinion, if you're trading... DC for DW, it's because you think that upgrading the quarterback position will get you into the playoffs. So one of the things you absolutely would not do is trade away at least a top two target on that team. You're not gonna strip you're not gonna take some of his toys away before you trade for him. If if anything, you're gonna go with more draft picks and of course trade Derek Carr away, because what do you need him for? So what was the trade that you heard? in a scenario where it would just be Raiders and Texans is only a two-team trade? Well, it wasn't nothing quite as fucking ridiculous as that. I can tell you that much. Few things are. <laughs> Dude, uh, for one, let me address this real quick before I answer your direct question, okay? Get him. So Colin Cowherd goes, I hope that motherfucker is driving on his way to work tomorrow, stops by a, shit, I don't know, Tim Hortons or a Starbucks or something, gives himself a nice hot coffee, and as he's driving along, spills that motherfucker all over his lap and burns the shit out of his ball sack, dude. That's what I hope happens to him. I'll be able to go to work with a chapped ball sack tomorrow from just third-degree burns. That's what I hope happens to that dude, because he's fucking retarded. And, yeah, fuck him. That's what I got to say about Colin Coward for now. Um, yeah, to answer your question, Kev, I, uh, read that there was a potential trade between Texans and Raiders straight up for Watson. So Raiders would get Watson. Texans would get Derek Carr, 2021 first-round pick, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2022 second-round pick, which that is fucking just absurd as well. That is a lot more, you know, realistic to me than – all of that, plus two more picks, and Darren Waller. Like, dude, you're fucking out of your mind, man. Like you said, why the hell would you give up Darren Waller, your number one receiver, to get a quarterback who's supposedly an upgrade to just take away one of his biggest weapons? Like, that makes no fucking sense to me. I mean, Henry Ruggs is still unproven. Renfro is a beast, but he's more of a third down, you know, kind of guy coming out the slot. So as far as, like, you know, your outside receivers, you've got Henry Ruggs, like I said, unproven. Brian Edwards, unproven. And you got Nelson Aguilar, maybe. Like, that depends on if they can get a deal done to bring him back. If not, he's gone. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to give away Darren Ward. Like, I hope Jesus smacked the shit out of himself. Seriously. 
to Fuck. quote to quote the man himself, he is outside his gourd. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking cow herd. More like cow shit, dude. So I will go ahead and extend an invite to you now because as is usual for this show, we are going to spend some time this season dogging all the sportscasters and analysts that uh, will that are fun to make fun of. So Fox Sports employs about half of the people on my list and of course Colin is on it. So uh, I will be glad to bring you on for a segment when we go over the Colin Cowherd and the brilliance um to put it incorrectly that he shares with all of us on a daily basis during a four-hour program in which the uh synopsis can be broken down to about 45 minutes could you imagine that could you imagine if i just looped this conversation six times until it filled four hours and then went home feeling proud about myself and the work that i did um (laughs) I, i Right, and then he's got the balls to call other other commentators, other analysts, not journalists. So he's going to go and talk shit about Pat McAfee, who's actually played the sport that he likes to talk about on a daily basis, and call call him out. Meanwhile, you can get a breakdown of his four hour show in about a half an hour because it's just the same. It's and it's sometimes I listen to all four hours. It will be verbatim. It's like someone wrote a script out for him, and he reads it three different times. It's to, I, anyway, that's not what this episode's about, but there will be one. So I invite you to join me, Sean, when it's time for that. Dude, I'm definitely down. And real quick, before we do get back on topic, I have to say, what I would love to see more than anything, except for the Raiders getting, up, getting to the playoffs, <laughs> I would love to see a boy Kenny Kiff and Colin Cowherd in a celebrity fight match, dude. Cage match. That's what I really want to see. I'll tell you what. If fucking Lamar Odom and Nick Carter can get a fucking boxing bout, I think Kenny Kev and Colin Cowherd in a boxing match would be way more entertaining. I want to see it. I want to start a petition, dude. For real. That's what you know. That's what I want to see. see my boy Kev Kev knock the brakes off Colin Cowherd. I just want to see that man just get slapped the fuck around, man. I would love it. Anyways, I'd love to. I'd love to be the guy to do it. I'd love to, uh, you know, do it for charity or something. You know, like make make it a good cause. You know, just work work the jab a little bit. Uh, I would have a good time. But the 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 version of the Texans straight up trade that you have, while being much more reasonable than what Brainiac himself brought to the table, it is still to me not. I don't know. It, it it makes sense for the Texans, I guess, if what you're saying is, um, you know, we are a complete dumpster fire. We only won four games with Deshaun Watson. So Derek Carr is clearly, despite, I, I, I will, I have shit on him. I will continue to shit on him and just wait until the end of the episode to get my true feelings about him. But the one thing you won't hear me say is that he is not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL he absolutely is he's a starter um the uh and then you add the picks to that so that's it's it would be nice to build around it would be fun for the Texans you know they'd have both Carr brothers in their franchise but this doesn't make a lot of sense to me and 
according to most rumors that I've seen, the Raiders would need a third team to make this happen. And this is where we get into some more of the, I guess, more interesting options and uh, another point of contention that I have because now that Matt Stafford was traded for two first-round picks and a starter, I am constantly being told that Derek Carr is worth two first-round picks and a starter. And I just don't know about that. First of all, I, I'm not saying that... I don't know. I I personally think Matt Stafford could end up being better than Derek Carr. It's very difficult because he has had nothing but trash around him. But just because one person overpays for a quarterback doesn't mean the rest of the league should then have to follow suit and overpay for their quarterback. I would not want to see, well, spoiler alert, I would not want to see my team give up two first-round picks for the guy. But if you're a fan of, say, the Chicago Bears or the New England Patriots or the Washington football team and maybe even Minnesota. The Minnesota one kind of comes back to us because, as we reported uh, just a day ago, the 49ers are apparently interested in Kirk Cousins, uh, which I have said my piece about that. Don't agree with that. Um, don't understand what anyone is seeing in old Kirk boy. What what do you think, Sean? Would you just a quick one? 49ers, should they trade for Kirk Cousins? Fuck no, man. Uh, you're gonna get like you might as well keep Timmy G. Like why would exactly. you get like oh my goodness. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand the logic behind that at all. So since that's fucking nonsense, we are going to just say we're gonna put a big X through Minnesota because it Minnesota might be lucky if they can get off of Kirk Cousins. I mean they don't they, there's nothing for them there. I'm gonna tell you what you, if you can't win with Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs, and now that we saw what Stefan Diggs did what when he left, what Stefan Diggs has done with a real quarterback, that's all, that's all I need to see. Let alone all the times he just had empty stats in Washington. Let alone all those, you know, years where, you know, Pierre Garçon was no scrub. I'm going to tell you that. He used to lead the league in targets. He was a a quality underrated receiver. They had good talent there. They had Chris Cooley there for a while. Jordan Reed, they've always had good tight ends. They've never had good running backs, but Kirk Cousins has been surrounded by talent his entire career and he has just been nothing but mediocre. So, uh Minnesota, you're off the list. Um the one thing that I heard that I uh, could almost agree with is that if Derek Carr went to any of the other three teams mentioned that they would put them as an instant playoff contender I would love to see in a vacuum I would love to see the experiment where Derek Carr ends up in Chicago Um, talk about a team that has had no luck with quarterbacks Um, but and you can you can actually answer this question for me I don't remember the actual draft picks, the numbers, and who the players turned into the last time the Raiders had a trade with the Bears, Sean, and that was, of course, for Khalil Mack. How did that one turn out for them? I'm not being not being an ass here, so hopefully it wasn't too terrible. But <laughs> oh, you're good. Uh, so they got um, Josh Jacobs. Oh, good. And they got Jonathan Abram, safety, who's still. Jerry's still out on that. But Josh Jacobs was the obvious 
win, I feel like. Um, and we also got um, a third-round pick. I want to say that ended up being – what's that? Oh, Brian Evans. So, the receiver, one of the receivers we got last year was the Bears. That pick. So, yeah, so we got our rookie receiver this year. We got Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Abrams last year from the Kubo Mac trade. I think that's that's not a that's not a bad trade. The only thing that would scare me if the if the Raiders got the Bears involved in a three way trade to get Deshaun is that in that case your boys are you know who ends up where what does Mitch Trubisky go to Houston because oh you want to talk about a dumpster fire if that team won four games oh. with Deshaun Watson at quarterback oh my God just hand. The, I mean, you can already hand the division to either the Colts or the Tex- or the Titans this year. Um, neither Jacksonville. But, shit, Jacksonville, tr- they could just trot Trevor Lawrence out there by himself on offense, and I think he would. they would win more games than the Texans if, if old oh, yeah. Mitchie Trubbs was their quarterback. I'm going to have to say, though, man, like, I don't disagree with you. Like, obviously, that would be a complete shit storm. But there's always that possibility that change of scenery can work like I would not be surprised if Mitch went to like not the Texans but like a team that was somewhat competitive like let's say fuck I don't know let's just say he went to shit I can't think of the team all fan but pretty much anywhere but Texas you know you know where he would have fit well would have been LA you know because that doesn't what doesn't make sense to me about the whole LA Stafford thing by LA I mean the Rams by the way um, now that there's fucking two LA teams the whole thing that Sean McVay wanted was a slightly more mobile quarterback. And so he trades his admittedly immobile quarterback with Jared Goff. But then he trades him for Matt Stafford, who has a fucking howitzer on his right shoulder. Don't get me wrong. But mobile is not one of the words I would use to describe the man. Um, so so in an offense like that, you know, maybe, maybe Mitchie Trubbs would fit in San Fran. Although, again, I'm not calling... That an upgrade over Jimmy G. Other than the, the problem with Jimmy G. Now is he he can't play a he hasn't played a full season in the I can't remember when he's played a full season. So at this point, if anybody can put their pads on for sixteen weeks, they might be an upgrade because you're not going to have to turn to Nick Mullins for half the season by having them as a starter. But I tend to agree with you. The big issue with Mitchie Trubbs was that he did not fit the offense that Matt Nagy was trying to run, and instead of working with what you have he kept trying to fit that square peg into a round hole uh maybe maybe he would fit somewhere which is our our next potential Derek Carr spot uh which would be New England um now if I'm the Raiders I would stay far away from this one because I doubt that the Patriots uh, well they don't have anything to offer other than a couple of draft picks you know they're there's a reason Tom Brady left, and I don't know if you heard this, Sean, but uh, when Matt Stafford agreed to part ways with the Lions, his one exception, he said, you can send me anywhere. I did hear that, yeah. But yeah. New England. Wow. So, and and I imagine you as a both a Raiders and Derek Carr fan, and as not a Patriots fan, I, I won't speak for you, how how excited would you be to have to watch your boy go play in New England for old for old hoodie? Yeah, I would be pretty upset about it. I would feel bad for him. Like, I don't... The things I've heard 
You know, granted, it's all hearsay, but, but I mean, it seems to be a pretty popular team around the league. Like a lot of players, like came to Tom Brady's like defense, like of the fact that like, yo, he was kind of treated like shit in New England. You know, like and it was one of those things where like Bill Belichick really isn't like a great player coach. Like he's good, he's got a great mind for the game, but when it comes to like his ability to like you know, communicate with his players. Like, he doesn't do a very great fucking job, from my understanding. Um, and he's especially hard on his quarterback. So, yeah, like, I don't I don't uh, hope that for my boy DC. If he is to go anywhere, in all honesty, if he's to go anywhere, I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the to the Bears. Really, it would be kind of cool to see him and Kubo Mac reunited because I know they were boys. They came up the same draft, you know what I mean? Like, that would be kind of cool. And like if we're going to get rid of them, there's nothing we can do to stop it. Then, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bears, possibly. Um, yeah, that'd that, be cool. That's fair. Um, yeah. So the last question I have for you before we get to tonight's main event, the marquee, because I have a feeling once we get to the final spot, that one for at least our friendship would make things very interesting. Although. Only one of us might be around to enjoy it. Um, what would be worse? <laughs> what would be worse for Derek Carr to end up in New England or to end up in Washington? What would you like to see of of those two options? Because uh, Washington made the playoffs as a seven win team with Dewey Haskins and uh, Taylor Heineke, who shouts out to my NCAA fourteen dynasty. Not a lot of y'all know that Taylor Dynecke went to ODU. That's Old Dominion. I fucking know it, though, because that boy led me to three state national championships. He was a dog. Y'all are all late to the party on Taylor Heineke, my dude. No one got to that pasta dish before your boy Kev. So, uh, and I got the PS3 files to prove it. Um, but, <laughs> but if you had to pick New England or Washington, where would you want to see him end up? I'm going to have to say Washington, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Washington. Because, I mean, they got some decent weapons on offense. They got your boy Terry. Terry McCarr. You know, got him out there catching some passes. They got, do they still have fucking that, the, uh, was that Jared Cook? Was that not Jared Cook? Um, Jordan Reed? When I I believe so, when he's healthy, they also have Gibson who came on strong uh, at the end of the season. They got that running back uh, who, other than Terry McLaurin, was I mean he was getting twenty five to thirty touches. I mean he would he was carrying the ball a lot and getting a lot of plays drawn up for him to catch the ball. So they have some skill. To me, more importantly, you have that nasty defense uh, that's brought on by maybe the best front four in the league right now. Um, And it's a young defensive line, too. I mean, look, shit, Jason Pierre-Paul is still playing in the NFL. So just imagine, you know, Chase Young, as long as he doesn't get hurt, uh, that could be a nasty front four for years to come, for the better part of this decade, uh, which obviously helps out a quarterback when you can terrorize the other team's quarterback. So Washington, I think we're in agreement there. So all right, I, I, I've I've put this off long enough. It's time to talk about the <laughs> elephant in the room. 
the big three-person trade, three-team trade, three-person trade, that would send, and here we go, I've got my notes out in front of me here. In this situation, the Texans, Raiders, and my beloved Indianapolis Colts would be involved in a three-way, but not the good kind like you want, uh, where the Texans would receive the 17th overall pick this year, a 22nd, a, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, and Marcus Mariota. The Raiders would receive the 84th overall pick. Oh wait, did I get that wrong? I got that wrong, didn't I? The Ra- no, the yeah, I did. I did it all wrong. Uh, the 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 Raiders, right? No, 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 no. I got it back. Damn it, my notes. Who who wrote these notes? Fucking idiot. Two third round pick from the Texans, a 2022 fourth round pick from the Colts. And the Colts are left holding the bag with some scrub named Derek Carr. I just, oh, man. So, I'm going to let you go first, since I just butchered the trade details. But the, 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 the Texans would receive three first-rounders and, I guess, a starting quarterback. Uh, at least at a one point. It's crazy to think Mariota was at one point, what, the number two overall pick? So, uh at one point, a, a valuable quarterback. So it would be three starting quarterbacks trading hands in this situation. Uh, your boys would get, uh, what, 84th? I imagine that's a third-round pick. I'm trying to do yeah. some quick math. Yeah, that's a, th- a mid-third-round, a late-third-round pick um, this year, and then a third and a fourth uh, on top of Deshaun Watson, of course. The Colts somehow, uh, they don't give up much um, to get Derek Carr, so there's a plus there. But as of all the scenarios, where does this one sit on on your radar, sir? I mean, dude, I, I, I gotta say it's kind of realistic, dude. I don't know; it could happen. Like I know how much you like hate the idea of it, but dude, I guarantee you, if Derek Carr ends up in Indy, you guys are going to the playoffs. Y'all went to the playoffs with Philip Rivers. Hmm. Like Derek Carr's a fucking upgrade over Philip Rivers. Like there's no denying that. Like, old man Pip, like, was not, no. Like, I, it's an argument, like, we were talking, like, young Pip. But, like, current Pip, like, no. Year before retirement Pip, no, dude. Like, Derek Carr is a hell of an upgrade. So, I mean, you guys would be a contender. Like, you're not going to get worse as a team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it could happen, dude. I don't know. I can kind of see in it. I can kind of see it. Like, Indy is quarterback hungry guys need a guy and I think rather than like you know taking a chance on what's not a very deep draft QB wise because you guys are picking later in the round first round like you're not in contention for any of the top guys coming out quarterback wise so like you know and as far as I know other than you know the obvious names of Deshaun and that there's not a whole lot of quarterbacks in the free agency that I'm gathering either so I mean I think if that option is hers, like it wouldn't be the worst thing for you guys. But again, I'm gonna let you elaborate on why you hate it so much. But that's kind of my perspective. Don't get me wrong; I didn't see him go regardless. Like I don't want to see him go fucking anywhere, Derek Carr. But it's it sounded like it could be possible. So if he's to go to anywhere, I think the Bears and the Colts probably make the most sense. Um, the other ones were kind of real, real question marks. New England, I 
job, it doesn't happen. But like I said, Washington's not like worst case scenario either. But out of all those teams, yeah, I think Bears and Colts probably would be the best bet for them. But yeah, what you guys think? Oh, so, so many things. Um, so, as much as you love Derek, we are on complete opposites. As much as you love Derek Carr, I have been known, those of us, who, those who have been listening to us for a while, know that uh, Derek Carr is on, on the list of people that I rag probably most consistently. I give this guy a hard time all of the time. And uh, well, I must admit, I will concede a few points. A, yes, this is an upgrade to Philip Rivers. Uh, Colts fans know that early in the season, Phil cost us as many games as he won. He calmed down on the turnovers late in the season, but the guy, I mean, he was in Chad Pennington status. He could barely throw the ball 15 yards down the field, and he's got that old shot put uh, throwing motion that he picked up when he was nine years old and somehow no coach ever corrected, but whatever. He's going to be a high school football coach. That's going to be great for the development of a lot of young men. Um, and so, yeah, I, I agree with you on two two fronts, especially if the NFL maintains this extra wild card spot that they've had. Yes, the Colts are absolutely a playoff team with Derek Carr. If they were a playoff team with Phil Rivers, um, barring some major injuries or something like that, you know, anything could happen. But at this point, at this rate, uh, it it it's an upgrade, but it, with all the options of all the people that the Colts could trade for, because it seems that every quarterback, except for about five or six guys, are on the market right now. So you're right. There's A, it's pretty thin at quarterback after maybe the first two. Everybody keeps talking about Zach Wilson. I'm not high on Zach Wilson. I've said it a couple of times. I'm going to continue to say it so that way when I'm right, I can ring that bell just like we did with Justin Herbert because, once again, we beat all y'all to the party on this dude. Um, and after that, it's, you know, so to me, it's Trevor Lawrence and maybe Justin Fields. I, I, I'm unsure about him just because of the history of Ohio State quarterbacks going into the league has not been good. I know that I kind of have walked back from my point when, you know, I said Justin Fields had a, a bad final game, but then there was the whole broken rib aspect of it. So, you know, I kind of have walked it back a little bit, some of my uh, disdain for his performance, but I still uh, name me the last Ohio State quarterback that did something in the NFL. I will wait and see you next episode by the time you figure out there hasn't been one. Um, so I agree. And not to mention the Colts also drafted Jacob Eason, I believe in the early second round last year. So they've already, they've drafted a guy that they hope will be something for the future. But honestly, I, rather than giving up assets to go with a minor upgrade, I would almost rather we run it back with Jacoby Brissett. And then if, because Derek Carr's not going to push us any further into the playoffs because, you know, he's going to do exactly what Pip Rivers did, which is get going to get into the playoffs. We're going to lose a close first-round game. Maybe, maybe win one playoff game. But we're not going to be AFC contender. For those of you that remember, before Andrew Luck called it quits, a lot of people had the Colts in the Super Bowl that year. A lot of people had them as their AFC champion. And that's, that's the level of upgrade the Colts need. They are one 
player away from being a, a, a potential, at least an AFC championship contender. I won't say with the way the AFC looks right now, I won't say that even if, you know, Andy walks out of retirement and comes back that the Colts would be a Super Bowl, an, you know, an odds-on Super Bowl favorite. you got to get through Kansas City at this point, who's in, in very serious contention to look like the 90s Cowboys at this point. I could see them go into the Super Bowl for the next two years. I just, that cupboard is full, and they continue to stock it. Now they have two quality running backs. I mean, their rookie stud running back is being backed up by Le'Veon Bell. It's fucking crazy what's going on in Kansas City. So, how... How much do we want to mortgage, uh, leverage anything from the future just to get a minor upgrade? And personally, uh, I just think it's maybe it's just because I've shit on Derek Carr for so long that I just it it it, it makes me depressed. You know, I joked to you when you first texted me about this that I would drink a fifth of bleach if Derek Carr was my quarterback next year. It's just. Why don't we just pick through the graveyard of the entire AFC West? What are you going to tell me next year? You're going to bring back fucking John Elway to be our quarterback? Are we going to trade for one of the Broncos prospects? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go get Drew Locke for our, our pick. Yeah, it's it's bad. I, I really don't like it. I really don't like it. Now, there are other options I think are worse. You know, don't you dare send me Carson Wentz to Indianapolis. I will shit myself and cry like a little girl. Um, I do not want Sam Darnold. I know people have talked about that too, and I would. I just. I don't know. He might. He's the. He's the mystery card to me. I know you mentioned this about Mitchy Trubb. Sam Darnold might also be that guy who, given a chance with a real system with some consistency, he might have a better life. I mean. Find the guy who's going to be able to succeed with the Jets, with that roster. You know, you can't put it all on him. But, man, it seems like there's been a major regression for Samwise. He has just not looked good. Um, But, you know, this is what happens. I had my heart set on Matt Stafford. And when that didn't happen, now I'm just left picking up the pieces. and, And it's sort of like, to me, Derek Carr is like, you know that nice guy rebound that you don't really love, but, you know, you date him for a while because you know he won't break your heart. You know he'll show up every day and he'll he'll do his laundry and occasionally he'll bring you some lunch at work or something, but you don't really love him. There's no passion there. You're not excited to see him. Your heart doesn't flutter when he walks into a room. I'm getting real deep with this analogy. Let's back up. Um, I love it. I would... Could you imagine hate watching a, a Super Bowl victory? Like, God, I fucking hate this. This is terrible. Dude, I, if that happens, like, that's one Super Bowl party you and I have. Like, as much as it's going to hurt me to see it, like, it would, I'll get some joy in watching you have to just see Derek Carr when you got Super Bowl. Because we would have to, like, that would be a podcast, like, for the ages, man. That is the one caveat. It really is. It's that if he comes to my team... It will bring a lot more content for this show so long as I am alive to continue to watch it because I don't know. I will be, I will go on a serious bender. 
I, I, I live too close to a liquor store to feel confident about surviving this potential trade. But it would be great, you know, what a great dynamic for your former quarterback to now be on my team. And yeah, if he goes to the Super Bowl, that'll be maybe the one time during an NFL season where you and I are rooting for the same team. Um, so it, it, that would be, but I mean, if I'm putting it on a scale, you know, it's just, it's just not balancing it out for me, brother. It's really not. Um, <laughs> but I think I hope I hold on hope, um, that the Colts will find a better option. And what has, uh, newly been brought to our attention in the, never-ending quarterback carousel rumor mill uh, is that there are whispers now that Andrew Luck may make his return. So that will be our topic for our next episode. So be sure to subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do to get notified because we have more controversial quarterback takes coming your way here on Smoke Break Sports. Sean B., do you have... Any parting words for these lovely people on what has become a lunch break sports episode today? Yeah, dude, just win, baby. <laughs> Raider Nation. But yeah, till next time, you boy Sean B. I'll take it easy out of them streets. You heard the man. Just win, baby, and just follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Smoke Break Sports, and we will see you next time.